right, ladies. Shall we get down to business? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Well, first, <laughs> I want to introduce everyone to our new co-host, Christy. Actually, you guys know Ashley already. <laughs> <laughs> Christy, <laughs> Christy, can you um uh tell the folks a little bit about your sale? Hi, guys. I'm Christy. Love to be called CK. I do have a crazy love for Superman, so... At any time, I can be called CK. Is uh, it's fun, um, but Christy is my my wonderful name. Um, even though we are in Disney, I love Disney. It has a lot of Marvel. I am a DC DC fan, true and through. Um, but I am happy to watch all the Marvel movies uh, just for our entertainment. <laughs> awesome. That's a little awesome. bit about me. Cool. Thank you so much. Well, welcome, welcome. Um, today I'll kick it off with some, uh, news. As you guys know, as I was talking about last week, um, the parks are, the parks in California are getting ready to open up. So, uh, Disneyland had been closed all through the pandemic, but, um, California, along with some other states, they're starting to open up a little bit more. Um, and so they have a plan in place to open up in April. And I guess it's okay as more and more people are getting the vaccine. Um, I think we're we're at like 200. I think we're no, we're at like 20 million people, I think, right now. Um, and the plan, the president says that by the end of April, every adult should be eligible to get the vaccine. So I think... Disney feels confident that they can open up um, California, their California location. And I think the reason why it was closed mostly was because it was smaller. So there's less uh, room to spread out. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of parks, um, some drama, I guess, happened down in Disney World. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Joey Badass, but he went down to Disney World with a group of like 30 people. And apparently was turned away because one of his members of his party wasn't going to wear a mask. They happened to be a child who had autism. And his response was that the child didn't want to wear a mask. And that I guess he assumed that Disney World was going to let him in anyway. But they did not. And so he put this video up on Instagram trying to put the people on blast. And, like, personally, I think he doesn't have a leg to stand on. Um I think the rule is that children under two are exempt from the mask rule in most states, at least. And if the child was over two years old, they're not exempt from the ma- from the mask rule. They have to wear a mask in public places. That's just the rules. Them's the rules. So, yeah. And I think Christy, you were saying you think that possibly there should be some leeway. Yeah, um, I really think there should be some leeway because a lot of people deal with this all the time. Um, And even when you go to the grocery store, it says that you need to wear a mask. And uh, people who suffer with these conditions that aren't able to, they should be given a pass. And if they want to take the risk, the risk of getting the virus because of that, I mean, that's on them. So I think my issue there is it's not I'm not worried. I'm not that I'm not worried about people getting I'm worried about them giving it to me, <laughs> not me giving it to them, that part, which is yeah. why I want them to wear a mask. Like yeah. I get it. And my thing is, I, I get respiratory issues. I deal with my own slew of medical issues, but that's why I stay mm-hmm. home. And that's why I get my groceries delivered. <laughs> because until there is a time when like I don't have to wear a mask 24 seven. I'm not going to just be out there because I know that I, that's not something I can do. And I feel for 
people who have to one go into an office every day or who mm-hmm. are frontline workers like at, at stores at hospitals who have to wear those masks 24 7 i mm-hmm. i think it's it's the bare minimum for you to ask to make sure that your child regardless of what their medical condition is is protected and you're protecting others too but i i mean i understand i feel like he probably thought that some compensation would be made but they were like nah dog I just this isn't like the grocery store or the doctor's office or someplace necessary. This is Disneyland. You know what I'm saying? Like this is you're electing to go to this fun place to try to have some fun and these are the rules that are in place that the child has to follow in order to do this leisure activity. It's not a necessary thing. He's not for where he should get some leeway for I don't know, sitting in a doctor's office for two and a half hours, the wait or something like that. I think that would be a little bit different than we just want to go ride some rides and take some pictures with Mickey Mouse. And the thing is, like, Disney has been, like, really strict about the masks to the point where a lot of people who are, like, season pass holders or, like, who go all the time have started complaining and saying that they're not going to go back until masks aren't mandatory. And I'm like, fine, stay home. Like, Like, nobody is forcing you. To go to Disney World. (laughs) Like, you can stay home and save your money. (laughs) Uh, Like, nobody is forcing you to do it. Um, But yeah, I think it's, I think, I mean, I think it was wild. He definitely posted on Instagram because he wanted people to, like, get up in arms. But, like, most of the people on his post were, like, like Ashley said, those are the rules. Like, relax. Um, And then I'm sure he tried to make it, like, a race. I don't know. I'm glad he didn't make it a race thing is what I should say because um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it wasn't. It wasn't that. Um, all right. Uh, so as far as other things going on in the news, um, I don't know. Like last week we were talking about how Sharon and how Sharon Osborne had that outburst with uh, Cheryl Underwood on the talk. The talk has now been off the air for two weeks because of that incident. Because after that, a whole slew of things came out about Sharon Osborne. And her apparent alleged, I want to get sued, uh, racism. Yeah, air quotes. <laughs> alleged. alleged. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, she was talking about Julie Chen. She was talking about Holly Robinson Pete. She was talking about um, even uh, Leah Remini. Like she, like she, like there's a long slew of people who are like, yeah, nah, she's been saying toxic things for a while. I don't know if the talk is ever going to come back. And I feel like that's a shame. I mean, I used to watch the talk when Holly Robinson Pete was on the show and I and Leah Remini. And after they left, I stopped watching. Gone. I'm good with that. It's not um, it's not any sweat off my back. <laughs> the show is canceled. Yeah, I don't. Um, I, it's not mine either. I just I just, you know, I hate for anybody to lose their paycheck over somebody else's stupidness. You know what I mean? That's true. I think so as well. So, did you guys catch Falcon and Winter Soldier last Friday? Yes. Yes. What did you think? I liked it. You know, again, I am a DC fan, but I will say this was a really good Marvel show. I'm excited to watch more of it. Um, I love the opening with just Falcon, you know, putting on a suit and getting ready and hearing Captain America's voice in his head. Um, when he says that it felt strange withholding uh, the the shield, 
Um, what I thought was really interesting was that he's broke. Like, girl, they man. never address how they get paid. I always wondered that about yes. Superman, mm-hmm. but I know this it's still a superhero thing. Because you know, like how Clark is always broke. He had to like work at the Daily Planet just to help his mom pay the mortgage. Anyway, I'm just like, I never thought superheroes just didn't make money. Like, what do they do? So here's the thing, right? I think it's wonderful that they touched on this subject, but it really made me angry. Like, I we had <laughs> talked before about how this show was going to be blackety black. So and like, to start it off in the first episode with them not being able to get a loan from the bank, I was like, how could you not make it any more? Because like... That scene made me so angry because mm-hmm. how are you going to ask for his picture and be like, all oh, whatever, and then you don't even want to help in any way and have the nerve mm. to be like, you don't have any uh, income for the past five years. He was like, blipped. Exactly. Like, what do you mean? But, but actually, that made me think. I always wondered how when there was a blip and all the people came back, what happened to people's mortgages in their houses? I don't know why, but... That type of thing, like, really just sat with me. Like, okay, these people, they were gone. I assumed in five years people inhabited those houses. Oh, yeah. And all these people just poof, came back. Where are they living? Who are they living with? How are they paying their bills? I mean, they addressed it a little bit in um, uh, Spider-Man because Aunt May came back to her apartment mm-hmm. and there were people there. There were people oh, in her yeah. apartment. That's hilarious. So, so yeah. Did everyone come back to foreclosure? I mean, I think so. Half the world was gone. Yeah. Mm. Ashley, what do you think about the show? I enjoyed it. I thought it was very exciting. It was also weird to me that he was broke. Um, I always assumed that the government was paying them because they worked for the government for a minute, I guess. Mm -hmm. But then maybe they didn't. When they went rogue after Sokovia, so I'm not sure, but I always thought yeah. that the governments of the world were like paying them on a case by case basis or something. Um, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't, th- I think I, I thought that too at first, but then like Tony Stark was the one who upgraded all of their stuff. Mm-hmm. Like he's the one who paid for all of their um, equipment. Um, they lived at the Avengers facility. Tony is the one who built that. Um, and for, uh, I want to say Anthony Mackie for Falcon, uh, he used to work for the, uh, military. He was, he was in the military with, right. Before he went rogue with Captain America after the Sokovia Accords, before that he should have some military money, unless after they put him in jail, they were like, that's also possible yeah that's possible yeah because he was a criminal for you know a period and if he was military then technically he like deserted or something and like could be that could be Mm -hmm. like a treason situation also so maybe they were just i liked um i liked the fight scenes and the flight scenes when he was chasing uh yes the people i couldn't tell if they were russian or not i I was trying to hear what language they were speaking Yeah, so that was the same guy from uh, Winter Soldier. So you remember in the beginning of Winter Soldier when Captain America was fighting that guy on the ship when him Mm -hmm. and Natalie? That's the same guy. Oh, wow. So 
and he didn't die. Like at the end, sorry, spoiler alerts for those of you who haven't seen the show yet. Um, he didn't die. Like at the end, he was like the only one that that was left because he when he jumped out, he he didn't get blown up with the plane. So mm-hmm. I can forget what his name is, but um, he, uh, I think so. So that was one of the villains, and I think we're gonna have to recontend with him. But what do you guys think about the flag? stompers or smashers or whatever they're called the anti-patriots the flags um i need i need to see more about them i was a little bit irritated that that was like the first episode like that's where we're gonna go but they didn't really talk about it too much like they had the little meetup they had that scuffle when the guy stole the money and like that was it there wasn't that much story behind it in my opinion yeah, I, my issue there is it looks like they're enhanced. And so my question is, do you guys think it's super soldiers like the serum that Steve had or are they mutants? I think it's super soldiers only because I don't want to spoil it only because of the last minute of the show. Uh-huh. If you know what I'm talking about. Like I felt like If they made one of those at the end of the show, maybe they're also super soldiers. I'm sorry, one of what? You mean the new Captain America? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You think so? You think the new Captain America has the serum? I don't think he does. I don't think he does. I don't know. That's where my mind went. Like, why would they put this man with a vibranium shield and then not give him powers or whatever? Let me say, I just for show. Can we just give props to Anthony? I keep calling him Anthony. The Falcon <laughs> <Okay>. sister. <laughs> Can it, like she was I it was really nice to see a black woman be like fully represented on TV. Mm-hmm. Like she I think her character is really important to like um I don't know as like a counterbalance to him cuz yeah, like she was like, "Look, I let you go and do that whole superhero thing, but like the rest of us we're still living regular lives. And like yeah. she he he got a rude awakening at the bank. Like, yeah, you can be a superhero, but you still black. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And I thought that that was really I don't know if anybody else picked up on that, but I that's how I read the scene. I was like, damn, yeah. like you can save the universe. Like people are thanking you for bringing their wives back, but you can't get a loan at the bank. Still in it. Yeah, I picked up on that too. It was Cause I bet you Captain America could have gotten a loan. You know what? I agree. Captain with you. America wouldn't have needed a loan <laughs> because Captain America would have endorsements. They would be putting Captain America on the Wheaties boxes. He would have a Nike contract. Um, he would have all of the endorsement money. Okay, they would sponsor him a house. He would have a house next to the White House that he didn't have to pay mortgage on. Like they would, ca- they would absolutely take care of Captain America, which I think brings up a very important point of the show, which was the very end after he gave up that shield, and they said that that was the right thing to do. It was the right call coming forward because we couldn't let your Negro ass have it, and you knew that. So thank you. That's <laughs> undertone that was 100 percent the undertone i was so mad at that man that man was like you did the right thing you did the because like he he mind you he's had it for six months they've they've been back for six months he's had the shield for six months excuse me and (laughs) i feel bad and i hope that so like i thought it was interesting that in the first episode of this show called falcon and winter soldier that falcon and winter soldier did not meet 
And we learned that Bucky has been avoiding his calls. Yeah. And like, okay. I also appreciate the PTSD and the whole therapy thing that we're going through with Bucky because that's so necessary. That man has been through a lot. I think it normalizes him, makes him look real because my only experience with Winter Soldier has been with the uh, the Avengers movies and Captain America movies. And to me, he's just like this soldier that was like Captain America's best friend that would snap out of it. Now it's like, oh my God, he is a real person with real feelings and going through things, just like seeing him go on that date alone and and have that like PTSD moment uh, and going back to the guy's house. I was just like, he's a real guy. Like I never looked at him that way at all. And I never understood like his importance. So seeing him in this light, I'm like, okay, I get the show now. That's, I, yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting. I still don't get his importance. Like I understood his importance in the winter soldier. It was about him. And, um, I guess in the Avengers movies, like I, he was a fun addition, but I guess this show is going to show people who aren't familiar with him, why he's important to the Marvel universe, because I still don't know why yet. Um, I, I spent his whole therapy session trying to figure out like, what he did to earn a pardon, you know what I'm saying? Like, was it just he helped save the universe? Was it just that fight in Wakanda that earned him that pardon? Because we hadn't seen him since Ma'am. that fight in Wakanda. So I mean, <laughs> Ma'am. what twice, did he do? Twice though, twice. Yes, and then, the Wakanda like, fight. He's got so much freedom to be a brainwashed enemy soldier. Like he's got so he, like his his leash is non-existent. They're just like, okay, come to therapy. Yeah. Don't hurt anybody. Don't do anything illegal. I sleep, I sleep. But he, she's right. You right. You right. Yeah. At any point, you are. You right. You right. Like what? I can't. You know, I was gonna counter you, but you right though. Like. How do we know he's not gonna flip it? How do we know? And then exactly. obviously, even You're with right. his even with his amends, he's shown us that he's not really about doing things the right way all the time. Like he's making amends, but hacking into people's cars and like you know, <laughs> nothing illegal, nothing illegal. Nobody gets hurt, and I am no longer the Winter Soldier, and you are part but of I'm my. But I'm still amends. gonna act like it. I'm still it. gonna I use my like, Winter Soldier skills, but just not in the Winter Soldier <laughs> way. So I'm fine. <laughs> but like, how how would we expect him to act though? Like he's been brainwashed for all those years, and he's like a hundred something years old. Like how is he supposed to act? Like if he would have came out super normal, I'd have been like called some BS on Marvel. But the fact that he's like it adds a little bit of humor to him. He's saying these amends, but he's like kicking people's butt. Listen, he got that lady like back it. real good though. Like he got her back real good. She was scared, scared. Um, but I I feel bad. It looks like his amends list is not just people who are doing bad, but also people who he did wrong to. Because like the I love the like the scenes with him and that older uh, Japanese guy. Um, like those are so sweet. Um, but can mm. you imagine? Like, so I just, I, to me, I flash back to when Tony found out that he killed his parents yeah. and how Tony freaked out on him. Like, mm-hmm. what do you think this old man is going to do? If what, what or can when. You do, 
I mean, he was about to beat that guy up for putting trash in his trash can. So, I mean, I don't know. So, the whole old man guy situation, I thought it was weird that he kept bringing up his son. Like, I don't know who does that in normal conversation when you lose somebody. You just start bringing it up. Like, it didn't make any sense until I remembered that was the guy that... He killed. Plot devices, plot devices. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, but I mean, the way they did it, it more subtle. It was just like yeah. in there. It's like, oh, uh, you know, I'm talking about my trash. Oh, by the way, my son died. I miss him. Like, what? Where was the whole build up to it, that? I wasn't just thought that it was that he saw placement. he saw the red bean mochi and he was reminded he reminded he was reminded how his son always loved red bean mochi and then that brought up the memory of the mysterious circumstances yeah. of his death. I get that. It just, it felt forced. And then the same thing when he went on the date and then she starts asking these questions, which I get like, uh, that's too deep for a first date. I and thought she it was talking about, She was like asking about talking about death and loss and heartbreak. I'm like, slow down lady. Like this is a lot. Um, like what, like, I don't know if I would on my first date, spend it spending time talking about this old man that you hang out with. I don't know if that's something I would have brought up. I probably would have been like, it's cool that you hang out with this old man and left it at that. Exactly. <laughs> but she so definitely, I, I mean, yeah. it's all plot devices though, to get him to. It, it's a little forced for me. I got you. I didn't like that part. I got you. I understand. I, like, dude, this I am, I am looking forward to what this show brings. I think. Mm-hmm. We're going to see a lot. Uh, like I said, I really enjoy the the, the sister character. Uh, I think she's bringing some, she's some, bringing some gravitas to the, the show. Um, I can't wait for Bucky and Falcon to get together and have their little drama because it looks like they're frenemies and I love it. It's so cute. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for the show. Like I have initial excitement for it and like, with what I had with one division where it was like tepid excitement. I'm actually excited to see how this <laughs> show evolves and develops. Yeah. Nice. Good, good, good. Cool. 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 All right. If you have thoughts about uh, this new Marvel show, you too can uh, share them with us um, or you can do it. So on your own podcast. All right, let's get down to our business of the day. Ladies, we talked previously about how Disney um, categorizes princesses. But today I kind of want to talk about why did these princesses get married? Because I feel like each of them had different catalysts or reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the person who had the weakest reason for getting with her man was Ariel. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> so we did a, a rewatch of The Little Mermaid. And I I I have always said of all the princesses, like I I, I enjoy The Little Mermaid as a movie because it, the songs are hot. Like the songs go. But plot wise, it makes me really annoyed. Because all of that was her fault. <laughs> all of that was her fault and um it it was unnecessary in my mind like it was just a rebellious child who in the end still gets her way like a little princess yes a spoiled little princess um i just 
I wanted her dad to be better. Um, from like the Hulk out and destroying all her stuff that was unnecessary. And then um, doing a complete 180 at the end and just being like, okay, I'll give you legs and you can marry this man that you've known for three days and I'll give you legs so that you can never come home again. Like what? And you're 16 years old. This is this is fine. 16. Sure. 16. <laughs> this, I'm and cool she's known with him this. for three days. Three three days. days. Three days. Like, why couldn't he just be like, you know what? All right, cool. You can have legs on the weekends and y'all can date. <laughs> you can go to the surface, you know, Friday evening to Sunday evening. You can be up there and y'all can get to know each other and date each other because no, you're not getting married after three days. What? Are you are you kidding me? You need therapy right now. You just got attacked by a sea witch after having your voice stolen after and then like a, a an epic battle for your dad's soul. Like you you can't get married right now. This mm-hmm. is not a good time. No, it doesn't make any <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Logically, I mean, I understand yeah. how fairy tales work. It's like the timeline is stretched. And with most of these fairy tales, these girls don't know these men. Right, At all. Cinderella. Cinderella had one evening in the Disney version. Had mm-hmm. one evening with the prince. Then I don't know how long it took him to put the shoe on everybody's foot. But like they didn't, they weren't together. <laughs> like, didn't they see weren't each getting other. to know each other. Didn't see each other. And then all of a sudden, all. as soon as the shoe fits, now she gets married to him. That what kind of logic? What? I have no idea. I think like the whole premise of you know the spell, how she has to fall in love and get the prince to kiss her. What did he kiss her for? Like, what did she do? Saved his life. She saved his life. Mm-hmm. And that just made him fall in love with her. Mm-hmm. And, and he, then for her to fall in love with him. And sang a song. Sorry. And her voice is so beautiful. That's Sorry. True. Let's so not she, forget. She, she has the most beautiful voice <laughs> in all of the seas. That but was what awesome. happened to where women, women, we don't just marry men for their that they're a prince and for their job. Like, what did the prince do to show that he's really like a good person? Like nothing, nothing. in the movie he showed was cute. that he, he takes care of his kingdom. He was, he was cute <laughs> and in distress. She, she came up, from the, she came up from the surface. She saw this man dancing around on ship and she was like, oh my goodness, he I'll give up one. my whole kingdom for this man. It doesn't make any sense. None. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Eric being a complete dummy, a complete dummy. Like you looked at the woman in her face. You saw that she had blue eyes and red hair. You saw that, right? And then you see her again and you're like, oh no, it can't be you, even though you look exactly like the person that I saw. It can't be you because you don't have that beautiful voice Mm -hmm. that I recognize. What? I mean, it's no difference than the prince walking around with a shoe for a gr- you spent a night with a woman and you have the nerds be going around the whole. I mean, you knew you that some of the people you were putting the shoe on. How do you how are you putting the shoe on everybody's foot and you going to marry whoever it fits? So, mind you, that shoe had to be magical. Because how we go? I mean, what size was she? I mean, maybe she was a size four, and nobody it in the was whole magical. Was but like, <laughs> you tell me, nobody else fit the shoe. Nobody else. He rolled up to houses, and people were like, mm, "No, it doesn't fit." 
Like, come on, man. Like that the whole premise is doesn't I mean, I get it, fairy tales, but still, like, girl, nah. And the thing is, Cinderella wasn't looking for a husband. She just wanted a night off and to go to a party. She just wanted a break. <laughs> That's it. And she, she ended up with a, a whole prince. And a because he wanted to marry her, he decided yes. he was like, you know what? I yep. I don't know what she feels like, but that one dance and that walk through the garden, that was it for me. Okay, so she's mine. She is right. Mine. <laughs> That's it. I mean, the same thing with Snow White, which I think is even a worse story. She was dead. <laughs> the child was dead. She wasn't looking to get married. Okay, mind you, she starts the movie. She starts the movie saying, um, uh, she's looking for a prince, right? She's wishing in the wishing well for a prince, right? She's 14 mm-hmm. though. Like what 14-year-old isn't thinking about, you know, whatever. But she's 14 and she was dead. And he literally comes up to her, kisses her, which wakes her up, and then is like, I'm gonna take you away to my kingdom. She where's her agency? Again, nowhere in the movie shows what this prince did to show that he's worth any value or time or he's that he's prince. worthy of being a husband. He's a prince. Like, there's he's nothing. Prince. He's a prince. I can't. He's I think when I was a child, like, I was enamored with all of this. But now I'm a grown lady, been through relationships, been through divorce. I'm like, you know what? These men, they're nothing. <laughs> I mean, I think the worst of it in that case is Naveen, Right. Tiana's husband now. At least they got to spend some time together, but she mm-hmm. knew he was trash. Like he was trash. Like he showed up as trash, was trash for most of the movie, tried to redeem himself and was like, hey, you know what? I'll stay a frog for you because this is something. Like he, you know, also because he didn't have to do. Sh- Sorry, I'm getting a little upset. Because as a frog, <laughs> what he had to do? Just be. He was fine. He was like, I got yeah. you. We can be frogs together. We'll be all set. Yeah. Like, not the fact you that broke, she has I'm been broke. her whole we life. We could just run- live in this swamp. <laughs> right. That's, that, that's what he offered her. And she, she took it. And I was like, girl, nah. You should be trying to become human regardless of what this man's going to do or not do. That one made me. That one makes me almost as mad as uh, the Little Mermaid because he was trash. He got disowned. Like he not even a real. He don't even have his parents' money. <laughs> a broke philanderer. That's what he was. A broke philanderer. And that's the other thing that made me mad about that movie. How? How? Why does our black princess have to take this? I mean, like there was nobody else. In all the land. As the three princesses of color, if you really think about it, got all the got worst trash. deals of all You're of right. the princesses. Tiana got mm. the broke philanderer. Mulan didn't even get a prince. She got a soldier. Yeah. Uh, and Pocahontas married John no, she, Smith? No she, came, no, she came out. She came out. She No, John Rolfe. So in the second Pocahontas movie... That's when she meets John Ralph in England. So she oh. travels to England and she meets, because in real life, she married John Ralph, not John Smith. Her and John Smith never had anything. That was mm-hmm. all made up for the Disney right. movie. Right. In, in, real, in the Disney movie, she goes to England, meets John Ralph. For some reason, John Smith is also still there. Doesn't make any sense because he died. But, anyways, Disney's weird. Um, John Ralph was a like politician basically, and a soldier. So 
yes, not a prince. Pocahontas, who was the chief of her tribe, find you. She was the chief at that point. Mm-hmm. Married some mediocre white dude. I mean... That's wild. That's wild. Yeah. And then Jasmine married a thief. She sure did. She sure did. A I totally lying forgot thief. about Jasmine. A lying thief. A lying thief. He lied to her that whole movie. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, Moana doesn't have a uh, love interest. And I don't know if you guys have seen Raya yet, but um, mm-hmm. Raya and the Last Dragon, Raya is, also does not have a love interest. Um, but as far as women of color in these Disney movies, they, they're not doing good they're in the man department. <laughs> they're disrespectful yeah. is what they are. I mean, all of the princesses get low-key disrespected as far as their marriage situation. <laughs> I think Aurora's one is okay. So they were betrothed from birth, right? Um, Philip and her were betrothed from birth, and he's older than her by like seven years, I think. But he met her randomly in the forest and was like, You're cool. And she was like, You're cool. And they were ready to like do the do. And then later on find out, oh, actually, you're the one that I was betrothed to. So that worked out for the two of them. Huh. Okay. I think that's the only relationship where I'm like, all right, well, they were gonna get they were gonna be married anyway, because arranged marriages. (laughs) I do like Princess Aurora the most out of all the princess for some reason. I mean, from the all the movies I watched as a kid. Not mm-hmm. all the movies we watched mm-hmm. as when we got grown, there was more Disney movies, but she was my favorite. Well, all her little godmothers and Yeah, they were cute. <laughs> and she got to live a normal life. She didn't she have did. to live that crazy life. She learned how to cook and clean and no one forced her to do these things. I thought she was pretty awesome. She's probably she the die. most well rounded. She didn't have those silly dwarves. She's like she didn't have mm-hmm. any of that nonsense. I mean, she did have the, the other stuff, but <laughs> she did fall. She did. She did prick her finger on his spindle and fall asleep. And he's so. I will say that about Philip. That's true. This kissing people who are not awake needs to stop. Like no more of those stories. Like let's not do any more of the I non consent stuff. Like let's not do that anymore. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say. I'm with you on that. No more of that. Um. So we talked about Cinderella. We talked about Snow White. We talked about Aurora. Belle. <laughs> Belle, I think, has some issues. Yeah. Yeah. This, um, this, 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 per- this creature held you captive for, um, I don't know how long she, we don't actually know how long. There was at least they. I know that we went through a couple of seasons because when she got yeah. to him, it was although fall. You know, yeah, it was fall, and then it was winter time, mm-hmm. and then it was spring, I guess. But that whole relationship doesn't seem okay. Like I don't think that she would have fallen in love with him had she not been locked up in the in the castle with him. I mean, nobody was going to fall in love with him. That was the whole point, though. Of making him into a beast so nobody falls in love with him. And she was held captive. I, I can't get past that. I love the singing teacups and stuff. Like that part is really <laughs> cool. And the little candlestick man, the French one, but no, she was held captive. She had no choice. 
Yeah. She happens to be a very empathetic and caring woman. I think I resonate with Belle a lot. Um, I like her for that. She sees the good and the beauty in all people. And she found the good and beauty in the beast. I once again wonder about the parenting in Belle's situation. Um, how her father could have in any way allowed himself to be swapped for his daughter as prisoner seems weird to me. True. Like, as a parent, if I am locked up and my kid wants to do the valiant thing, take me instead. Of course not. No. What are you for? What I'm in here. Right. I'm going to stay in here and you're going to go and live your life because you are my child and I'm not going to mm-hmm. allow you to give your life for mine. That's backwards. So I don't I don't understand how Bell's father was just like. Oh, I don't have any choice. I have to, this has just happened. Like, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, I felt, I felt that way with all of the stories, all the different versions of that story. She, he always ends up swapping with her. Um, and you could say that, you know, the beast also facilitates that too, because the beast kicked him out and put him in the thing and, you know, pushed him out of the castle. So maybe he couldn't fight back, but yeah, he should have been trying to get back in that castle every single day. Like, nah, nah, nah. Dude, no, no, no. I will say, though, I, I appreciated Belle for being intelligent and reading, but I found her to be a little pretentious after, over some time. Like, after sitting and thinking about the way she talked about those townspeople and the way she carried herself, she really thought she was better than them. And I don't really understand why that was, except for the fact that she could read. Um, okay. <laughs> I guess because she, she wanted to leave. She was not content with living there. And those people seemed content with where they were. And so she was like, oh, I'm better than you because I want to go someplace else that's not here. And y'all that's just want to stay thing here. That's Ariel, though. Ariel was not content. She wanted to, like, be where the people are. Okay? People who <laughs> eat your sand. people. The people who <laughs> eat your people. The people who think- eat your best friend. I don't right. think Ariel had. I don't think Ariel had that sense of superiority that Bell had, though. Um, like, not over, not over the mer people. No, yeah, right. Ariel was curious. like right. Yeah. Ariel was curious and wanted to experience something new, but she didn't think she was above her sisters. And right, Bell was like, "I'm better than you, Mister Baker. Mean, I'm better than you, Mister Candlestick cow. Maker." <laughs> right. There goes the baker with his tray, like always. Girl, tell what what is. <laughs> Are you serious right now? Yeah. Right. Nah, Belle, Belle need to sit down somewhere. And then she wanted a wide adventure. Girl, you went down the street. She didn't go anywhere. You she didn't went go anywhere. Nowhere. Okay. You and are- that, that proves that she wasn't as smart as she thought that she was from reading those books because otherwise she would have been able to know, okay, I this is not, I said I wanted a better life. And instead I just married this prince and now I have to sit up here in his castle after he's kept me prisoner for maybe a year. Like, right. obviously you <laughs> right. weren't reading the right well, books. She was smart enough to not fall for Gaston. I mean, that's like, that's pretty but good. But he was like, yeah, I mean, that's true, but he was trash. Yes. <laughs> yes, he was. But so was the other prince. So yeah, I mean, th- yeah, no, none of the. I, I can't. Like I said, I think the only prince who I'm not like has a problem is Philip. But then still, you kiss somebody who was sleeping. Like I don't. It's weird. Just weird. I don't know. I feel like if Bill <laughs> had if Bill had read some uh, some feminist theory and not so much 
fantasy fiction that maybe she she could have seen the similarities between the beast and gaston and known Mm -hmm. that neither was the right choice for her but you know just because you read don't mean that you're reading the right things and yeah, you can be book smart and not street smart because I don't think she learned anything really, honestly. She, you know, was able to tame the beast and make him realize that, hey, okay, I got to care about other people. But I don't think that necessarily means that he's a good match for her or they should get married. I, I don't, I, like I said, I think if she hadn't been locked up in that tower with him or that castle with him they wouldn't have gotten married like they wouldn't have like if they had met on the street randomly if you know he was human i don't think she would have been like oh yeah this is a guy that i want to get with i don't think that that's a thing Mm -mm. yeah i i feel i feel a little bit for these princesses i don't think any of them had a good reason to tie the knot um and so, like, as a, as a person, as a per- as a single woman who's mm-hmm. loved Disney her whole life mm-hmm. and would love to meet a prince, I have to step back and go, especially after the stuff with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, mm. <laughs> like, this dream of a prince, I gotta let it go. Like, I got it's, it's gone. It's, it's been dissipated because I don't see any positive representations of it anywhere. I shouldn't say that. The I think it's Somalia, is it Somalia or is it Ethiopia? It might be the prince and princess of Ethiopia. They are both college educated here in the US actually, um, people, and they are a beautiful couple. Um, mm. beautiful mm. black couple. So I mean, you can see royalty doing it right, educated, smart, get together, all of that. So that does happen. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. We're gonna find if I'm gonna find my prince. It would be nice if there are any princes out there listening, looking for a wife. <laughs> I am single. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know, man. The the dream of being a princess is just that. Mm-hmm. I honestly, dream. I feel like as as far as the Disney princesses go, I I think a lot of their problems could have been alleviated if they had moms, like if they had mothers who had oh. dated and like been with men or something. Like, because even with Ariel's situation, if she had a mother, her mother would have been able to say, "Hey, try and chill out. You're doing too much. She's just curious about what's going on up there because she's a teenager. Like, calm down." With uh, Jasmine and her, with Jasmine and her dad situation, like, why isn't your daughter allowed outside? Like, what? She can go outside. Let her go meet people. Okay. Right, and, and the thing that bothered me about Aladdin too was he was like, she needed to get married because he was like, who's gonna take over the country when I leave, sir? Why can't Jasmine? Why why can't your daughter become the sultan? What exactly. what is stopping that? Nothing. And that whole movie makes me mad because Jasmine it doesn't have any agency in that movie. She has to get married. And then when uh we're worried about who's going to wish the genie free, why did nobody give Jasmine the lamp to get three wishes? Cuz could she not have wished any number of things wished him back a prince wished the genie free like she could have done lots but they they don't even think to give her the lamp ever 
I guess the genie wanted to be free and Aladdin promised him that. That was the whole thing. Yes. Like he promised him to be free. And if he would have given the lamp to, to Jasmine, he would not have been free. He would have to still do more wishes. I still think she could have gotten three wishes in to fix Agrabah, get rid of Jafar, and then give the the lamp back to Aladdin to wish the genie free. But I hear you. I do hear you. It's kind of using the genie in a way that he probably wouldn't have wanted to be used. <laughs> I just I just don't I feel like Jasmine's role in that movie was just to be Aladdin's mate, I suppose. But like again, did he deserve her? No, he didn't do anything. He did nothing the whole movie. Everything that happened in the movie, all the trials and tribulations that happened were all his fault. Yes. He did not prove to be worthy of being a husband or a prince. Again, another prince that was erased or trash. Yeah, I I, uh, I I appreciate how in Frozen they called this out. When Elsa was like, you can't marry this dude that you just met. Like, we've been locked up here in this ha- castle for all of these years. We don't see nobody but the staff. We have one party and you have the nerve to come up to him and be like, this is Hans. We're going to get married. Elsa was like, nah, girl. No, no, no. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. And even Kristoff was like, you met well, a guy we sang tonight. We a song together and, and we finished engaged. each other's like, what, How does that work? <laughs> oh. I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cute. But I mean, the so- I mean, even in the song itself, you knew that, the- that they weren't right together. I don't know. I oh, you know who we didn't talk about? Rapunzel. Oh, because I she did it right. Rapunzel. She did it right. They had the little adventure, but they didn't get married right away because I'm sure her parents were like, mm, "All right, like it's nice that he helped you, but who is this Eugene guy? Like, maybe you've been missing him for 18 years. You're not getting married to this man right away. I thank you for your help, Mr. Ryder." But uh, y'all gonna have to slow yes. it down, okay? <laughs> we got family things to work out first. Mm-hmm. That she was the only then one. I think y'all who did can it right. do what y'all go because do, he right? even says that it, after a while they got married. It wasn't immediate, so I appreciate. Rapunzel, the only one to have both parents. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ooh, that's the difference. Yeah. Um, and I mean to that other point too. Mother Gotha was right. Mother knows best. Like, she was like, look, you can't be trusting all these dudes out here. You don't know these people. So I think even though, you know, she was selfish about it, Mother Gothel wasn't wrong. <laughs> she was like, you got to watch yourself. You she know wasn't. what I mean? Um, she's like Cersei, where, where uh, what did Tyrion say? Where she's very good at using the truth for mm, deceitful mm-hmm, mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. 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 Yeah. Nope, definitely. Yeah, so I don't know. Like I said, my my princess dreams have been faltered a little bit. Not gonna lie, I never really had princess dreams. Um, I didn't really. I never wanted to be a princess. I never wanted to marry a prince or anything like that. Um, 
the Scorpio in me wants like a deep, dark, tragic romance and the princesses just don't have mm-hmm. that. <laughs> so they never, I never like put myself in their shoes or wanted that fairy tale for myself. And so I think even as a kid, as like a young girl watching these princess movies, it was always like, that's cute <laughs> or whatever, I guess. <laughs> um, I I wanted, I wanted to, I'm like, I, I see myself as a Cinderella. Um, I am hoping that my good nature and personality will win someone over one day. (laughs) And if it does not, then um, I'll just continue to be a good person. (laughs) I think that's really it at the end of the day. Um, But I could, you know, end up like Elsa. Elsa obviously is not worried about any man. And now that she got her extra powers, she's definitely not worried about nobody. Mm-hmm. True that. So that might be a thing. But I do think that Disney is definitely getting away from this whole, um, the way that you save yourself is finding a man whose qualities, to Christy's point, we never figure out why they're worthy of all of this attention. Um Yeah, the, I, the Disney's definitely getting away from that. And I appreciate that in their storytelling. Mm-hmm. Because it's definitely needed. Oh, speaking of, um, I, I've never seen Lilo and Stitch, but I do understand that the sister in there did have a relationship with a guy or wanted to, but took the priority of taking care of her sister over getting into a relationship. And I feel like that's a lot of people have to do with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's very real. If I had to, mm-hmm. I would have done that too. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that those are some of the real stories as women, as young women that we need to see, like, you know, the bonds between sisters, the the necessity of having to take care of your whole family. And that, you know, sometimes is going to take precedence to finding your true love. <laughs> <laughs> the world doesn't revolve around It definitely pain. does not. Although I still think everyone needs a good release on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting patiently. Oh, definitely. Um, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely. I not to whatever, but I mean, as you know, we're all thirty something women. <laughs> I feel like um, you know, one of the things that we definitely. have to contend with now is society telling us that as black women, um, we're not necessarily always the most desirable at the top of the list. Uh, a lot of us are more educated than our male counterparts of our race. Um, that's if you limit yourself to just dating people within your race, if you're not open to other other people. And I don't know, like I, as I sit here and I watch these movies and I think about like, what does that mean in the grand scheme of things? And I can't really compare my, any of my relationships to anything that's happened in a Disney movie, although I would I would love for someone to meet me at a dance party and go, "You are the one." That would be amazing. This just doesn't happen that often. I'm sure, it's happened mm-hmm. to somebody. I wouldn't believe it. I would not believe it. I would be like, "You are a lying motherfucker," and I'm gonna prove it. Okay, because ain't no way. <laughs> no love at first sight for you, Ashley. Mm-mm, no, what is that? No. Okay. So no, no Dharma and Greg situation for you. That's not. That's not a thing that's gonna happen. 
I've never seen Dharma and Greg, but that sounds like some white folks <laughs> stuff. So I'm gonna go ahead and say wrong. So it was a show in the nineties. Um, so Dharma and Greg met, and in seventy two hours they got married, and then they the rest of the show is them figuring each other out, getting to know each other after they've gotten married. I mean, you know, anything can happen when you write it. Yeah. Well, you know that that thing that that was going around that said that men know if they want to marry a woman within six months. So if you've been dating someone for more than six months and he hasn't proposed that he doesn't want to marry you or like, or he's not ready to get married or some nonsense. And I think it's not, I don't think it's, I mean, I think it's different from different people. Although for Mm. for me at this point in my life, at 37, uh, we're not doing long dating i'm not i'm not dating you for years and years and that's not happening like if you haven't figured out what's the end game is after like six months a year you know i I don't somebody else (laughs) might 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 make the decision for you this is definitely a dating with intention type of age or it's like do you want to get married? Like we need to talk about whether or not you want to get married. If you want a family, we need to talk about these things right now (laughs) because I'm not trying to find out Mm -hmm. once I'm invested uh, that we have Mm -hmm. different life plans because I'm not 18 years old. I'm not 16 years old and we not getting married Mm -hmm. in three days. So we got to, we got to be agreed. Agreed. And I mean, and even if, if you're someone who has the added, uh, uh, obligation of a, ch- a child that you also have to build a relationship with or have the person build a relationship with like i think that just adds another layer of complexity and you can't like continue to do that i don't know I, it's a lot i feel like and as you get older as we get older it i think it just becomes more and more complex and you have to know what you want and there are unfortunately too many people in our age bracket who do not know what they want. I agree, which is such a shame. Let's just see where it goes. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not a see where it, I'm, I'm, I'm not sorry. a see I'm where sorry. it goes kind of person anymore. I used to be a show with that, but now I'm like, hey, so what are we doing? <laughs> I know. It should be like very simple. I like you, you like me, make this happen. That's it. Like what what's the middle part for? Like what's happening? Yeah, like I don't, I don't know, and like these stages, like the like I saw some post somewhere. It was like first you have like the talking stage, and then you date, and then you date exclusively, and then it's the relationship. And I'm just like, that's a lot of like it's a lot. I had a I had a guy explain that to me once. I was talking to a guy, and it was going really well. Great conversations, great dates. And I'm like, what What are we doing here? And he went down the road. He goes, well, first we're in this stage. And then we're going to move on to this stage. But we're not there yet. But don't worry. I'm still interested. But we're just not at that stage yet. And I'm like, what? I ended things. He did not like that. But the thing is, is like, <laughs> what am I going to do? Like, just sit there and wait? Oh, okay, you don't like me today. But you're going to like me three months down the road? How? What's the difference between the woman I am in front of you right now and a woman, woman I am 90 days from now. There's no difference. I'm going to be the same woman that you should have been, you know, holding it yeah. down with. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Do you know what I think it is and that I think people are just afraid to say is that 
they're just waiting for something else. They're waiting for something better. They're like, well, I like you right now, but I don't want to make it exclusive with you because I might meet somebody next week that Mm -hmm. I like even more. And if I'm stuck in this situation with you, then I can't talk to this other person. And then there's, I mean, I want to say to people, you can, you can get to know multiple people at the same time. Don't put all your eggs in one basket, I guess is what I would say. But the, I guess the issue arises a lot of people, some people can't compartmentalize like that. They cannot uh, afford emotional uh, energy with more than one person. So I get that. I understand that. But like, for me, it's the wasted time that makes me so angry. Like Mm -hmm. if I invest in someone and I give you my time, my attention, my emotion, gifts, whatever. And then like at the end to come away with nothing. And mm-hmm. I know you can say, oh, well, you had the experience. Yeah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm I good. Yeah. <laughs> I want I want something. I want a return on my investment, ladies. <laughs> Which is like our like. time. I think our time is so precious. And these guys, sometimes they just like serial dating. Like when I was on the dating apps, it's more like they get to swipe. You get that instant gratification that someone likes you. You like them. And then they keep swiping to go find more people. And it's like, for what? Some people just are never genuine with their intentions. That's very true. I think we, I think Ashley said it before, we need to date with intention, especially mm-hmm. when you get to a maturity level. I'm not even going to say an age, right? Because it could be for different people at different ages. But I think when you get to that maturity level, you're like, you know what? This is what I want. This is what I need in a relationship. You need to pull that trigger. I think. All right. That's why they got married. I don't think there were any good reasons. <laughs> um, no. All right. So, yeah, like I said, I, I don't know. Um, but my princess dreams are over. It's okay. I will survive. Um, Ashley, do you have our Disney question of the day? I do. I do. So, as I was watching The Little Mermaid today, I was angry at how easily Ursula was defeated. Like, one little puncture to the gut and she's done. It's all over. Her spells are broken. And I feel like that was some bullshit. So to honor the Disney villains, which honestly carry the stories for these Disney princesses, if we're going to be real about it, I would like to know who you ladies think would be the top villain That's in my a battle royale. That's, every single no, no. Disney princess so she automatically wins. Disney That's why princess you're doing that. That's why you're doing that. Was in a melee style battle. Maleficent cannot turn into a dragon. Uh, Jafar. Nope. Nope. Can she nope, use nope. magic? Nope. 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 No, uh uh-uh, exactly. Yes, it is. Absolutely it is. We're going to make it level because we all know that all Disney villains are not created equally. So So Maleficent cannot turn into a dragon. Jafar can't do anything. She can use magic. Jafar has a limit on his magic. He can't do anything like, you know, snap his fingers and everybody is gone. So, (gasps) No. No, he's regular Jafar with the staff and the parrot Jafar magic level. And Maleficent is an equal level of magical. She yeah, cannot, and I mean, you know, and, and, and magic might not even be that. the magic might not even be the winner. But because um, uh, you have Ursula also has else? magic. There's a few magical um, Disney villains. So I feel like there's, you know, 
We can. Shadow Man has yet. magic. So who do y'all have? Who y'all got? Corella, I think is e- Corella is evil for evil's sake, and I feel like she would find mm-hmm. ways to get the it. Shadow Man has magic outside of magic. Like she could, you know, she could do some things. Um, and if you watch Once Upon a Time, in Once Upon a Time, she ended up having magic. I think magic makes it difficult, but who would win in a battle royale? So I was obviously going to say Maleficent because she is the mistress of all evil. I don't know how she could lose. Like, I I don't know how she could not win that because she is like literally the mistress of all evil, like queen of petty. She's got control of the magics and all her little minions I just, I think my answer would be Maleficent. But if I want to talk about like someone who's really just like would go for the jugular every time, <laughs> what are you going to say, Christine? I was going to say, what about the, the stepmom? Snow White's Which stepmom. Which one? Oh, Snow White's. Oh, magic. Not more magic. She, yeah. That is more magic. Um, yeah. Hmm. Oh, every, there's magic in every movie. Not Cinderella. Really? There's no magic in Cinderella except for the fairy godmother. But the the stepmother didn't have any magic. I don't know. So for, that's my thing about mm-hmm. Cinderella, right? Like she could have poisoned the people at any time. Mm-hmm. Like she could have poisoned them. She could have made them very sick. She could have done a whole bunch of things, but she didn't. That's why she's. That's why I love her, right? Because she could have done a whole lot. And she did not. She could have left. You're right. We're, but she could not have gone anywhere. You need to have some status back then to be something. Like she would have gone nowhere but to the streets. Cinderella from the streets. That's what she also could have just left. She would have been on the she streets. That's true. But I mean, that might have been better than being treated like left. crap by your own family. <laughs> you got a fairy Yeah, godmother. I think my answer is going to be Maleficent. So it would be a strong more. second for me because I feel like Ursula's got some clout. She got some weight around her. I think uh, she could probably do some okay. damage. So her and Maleficent could probably go toe to toe. He just wants power for power's sake. I don't mm-hmm, know if he's a mm-hmm. fighter. Kind of like Scar. Like Scar just wanted the power. I don't know if he like he knows that he's just smart. He knows that he's not gonna win if Mufasa yeah. came at him on some real I right, let's fight for the for the Pride Lands. Like that wasn't gonna happen. Just cause yeah. Scar was gonna get his butt beat. Yeah. So my answer is Maleficent. What about you, Christine? My answer was gonna be Maleficent. Mm-hmm. I love I love her so much. I think it's a good answer. Right. I, I think it's a good answer. It is. It is. So I think I think it would come down to Maleficent and uh, Ursula. And I honestly think that the W goes to whoever has the home field advantage. Uh, if Maleficent uh, is fighting Ursula in the middle of the ocean, I think Ursula wins by just a, by a hair. If they're fighting in, I don't know, the mountains of Norway, is that where Maleficent is from? Somewhere up there? If they're fighting up there, yeah, if they're fighting up there, I mean, Ursula is a sea witch. So, I mean, she probably loses something outside of her element. So, I think in that case, yeah, Maleficent um, would win. I feel so, you. yeah, That's for cool. me, it comes nope. down agreed, to agreed, those agreed, agreed, two agreed. and right. whoever has, whoever won the coin toss. Um, it's a good question, Ashley. Very good question. Our rewatch for the day was Hidden Figures. And we did that. Well, for me, I think it ties into what we talked about today because- um, here was a movie about women who were okay. career women, 
Um, but we're also able to do a lot more than was expected of them. Um, and I also appreciate the fact that Catherine, while she was being the computer for NASA, was able to like get remarried and like find a really good guy. Like on top of all that stuff was going like that scene where like she comes home and her kids are like dinner's ready already and like he had cooked her dinner and like was mm-hmm. had bonded with the kids and got with her mom like you know, I, mm-hmm. I mean I really appreciated that from this story like it was it was really good to see I mean outside of you know the white savior nonsense that happened in the movie a little bit I appreciated that here were three strong black women who took things into their own hands and changed the course of history mm-hmm. what do you guys think about the movie well, it takes me time to watch movies with this subject matter. Um, I don't know why. It's, I mean, I do know why. It is for me, it's hard to watch, like to see like how it was for yeah. Black people back then. Yeah. Even just like the the separation of the freaking water fountains in the bathrooms like killed me. Like I need to be in a certain mindset to like sit through and watch it because I'll get like so angry. Like how, like I want to scream at the TV. Like how is this possible? How is this real life? And it is. It's not just a movie. Um, I So with that said, I got as far as the movie to the part where um, where uh, where she went to the restroom and she kept running back and forth. And her boss asked her, you know, what the heck is taking you so long? And she just has that amazing meltdown. And I'm watching this meltdown. And all I can think of is like, I bet these people don't even care. <laughs> like they're listening to her, you know, yell and sitting there like, not my problem. And that's how I felt. Like, I feel like uh, no one cares. It's not my problem, but we all should just deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The amount of times, the amount of times that the line, that's just the way things are was said in that movie was so annoying to me. I just, I hated it so much. I hated it so much. And I feel like nobody in that time frame said that that often. I don't know why they had to write it into the movies. Like, you don't think that black people know that this is just the way that things are? Like, you feel like you're, is some revelation? Octavia's uh, character, she saw that they were being edged out and she took it upon herself to learn computers. And because and they couldn't figure it out. But this is really what happened. And it still happens today. Like still today, black women, black women specifically, we learn how to do the things that we know are going to be necessary because we have always in all the workforces, we've always been that like moving piece that kept things running. Um, but the fact that she learned computers and then she got all the mother girls to learn the computer too. Like I really appreciated that part of the movie like it just made me go yeah that's what you got to do you got to keep moving and keep positioning yourself in a way where you can continue to be useful and have Mm -hmm. a job (laughs) so i appreciated that i really like the movie i really like meanwhile everybody else is mediocre can keep their job but we have to do more we got to do like twice the amount of work just to stay at the same pay level and do more work listen the other made me salty (laughs) yeah i know definitely her having to go to court to get to go to college. So they were like, she applied for the job. They were like, well, you're not an engineer. Okay, but I can't go to school to become an engineer because right. the school that has the engineering classes yeah. won't let me in because I'm black. Like that whole thing, like, like you need to have this oh, yeah. to do this. Okay, but you won't let me get that thing. 
So like, how does that work? I feel like we still deal I with mean, that. That's the, yeah, we still have to deal with it, but that's the whole point. That's literally the whole point. And I think that particular scene with, um, I forgot their names, but the one that, that plopped down the, the, hand, the employee manual to say it's right there in the employee manual, the amended yes, absolutely. section, by the way, was that she was a woman. And it, it always brings back to my mind that women were not for women. I don't care. They were not for women. All women were not for women. And so these situations with um, that time frame or that time period always upsets me. Not just about the whole segregated stuff is that the women were not there for women. I mean, you look at the feminist movement and like black women have always been a part of it, but it wasn't for us. No, like it wasn't, it wasn't for us, but we, they have used us, our time, our effort, our energies, our bodies, but it wasn't for us. Like women got the right to vote in America in 1920, but Mm -hmm. white women, Mm -hmm. not black women, not black women. Like that's wild to me, but they celebrate it. Like, yeah, for us, like we're still women. I'm, mm. As soon as our usefulness in the movement is done, we're completely forgotten about. As soon as white women have reached that goalpost that they wanted to get. Should be recognized for the amount of work that we have to do just to mm-hmm. live here in America. And that's just America. Facts. <laughs> we can't separate we can't mm-hmm. separate the two either. Like we can't we can't say, okay, well now I'm a black person and now in this yes. situation I'm a woman. I am all the time one hundred percent a woman and one hundred percent black at the same time. We've been doing this work forever. Yeah. So like don't say it's because we're not interested. Don't it's because you guys push us out. You guys don't mm-hmm. elevate us. You guys don't let us grow and build and become managers and directors. and that, That's what the issue is. Not because we're not here. Because I exist. I'm here. Mm-mm. No. Every time. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Period. You overwork us Sorry. and undervalue us at every turn. I had a thought while I was watching <laughs> you just, you Winter just started Soldier. No, you just started noticing. Is, am I just now... Noticing. Not Winter Soldier. Falcon They've been killing Winter people. Soldier. They've been killing am people. I just now noticing this or like... Did they just start blatantly murdering people? Because I feel like in that show. <laughs> oh, okay, because I'm just like, what? Yeah, this is they're blowing up if helicopters. You go back and there watch are people Ultron, flying that was them. The first he dragged somebody out of the helicopter and just dropped them. If you go back and watch the Age of Ultron, they killed them. I'm just like, oh, okay, so we just we murdered people. I'm just gonna say this. That's Marvel for you. DC is not disrespectful to me. Ma'am, I'm sorry. Did you watch? Let's no, don't do this because if you have seen Snyder's cut of Justice League, let me tell you, girl, blood, guts, people's heads blowing up. No, 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 no. They killing folk in DC. They killing them dead with the blood and the guts. To sh- At least we didn't see any blood and stuff in Falcon and Winter Soldier. If you watch the Snyder cut of Justice League, girl, nah. I was like, what is is rated R? violent wonder woman blew somebody up like she literally blew him. sorry for spoilers she blew him up <laughs> they better watch that by now okay okay we'll have to talk about this again we'll have to revisit this conversation not in marvel not in marvel girl not in marvel no no exactly. they've been killing folks you can find 
That see, I, I thought there was like a <laughs> you know, they superhero kill, they creed killing people dead that, like, for a while. You know, now. We take the because bad guys that's what in. The we don't. Was about. We don't they murder like, folks. And, uh, hey guys, uh, was pretty epic. Like, no, was pretty you epic. chose the wrong uh, side. <laughs> you guys killed a lot of people, plus the people who weren't even in the fight dying. Right, I was I was thinking that was more civilian casualties. You know what I'm saying? They was killing college students and things mm-hmm. like that, oh, and yeah. that's messed up. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I they just are. I mean I thought are. that was There's accidental. You know what I'm saying? That was it's like oh that was the bad guy that blew oh, up the building, well, and we just couldn't save everybody in the building. But no, these heroes about are taking people's lives. <laughs> whether Marvel is murking people, people more than they have been in the past, you can reach out to us on our I'm social so media. Pages. Disillusioned. Um, we are down to business. On Twitter and Instagram, <laughs> um, and we love to have your questions, comments. If you have a Disney Disney question of the day, feel free to leave it there. Um, we would also appreciate your ratings on our Apple Podcast page, our Spotify page. Um, we just wanted to hear from you guys who are listening, and we appreciate all of our listeners, ladies. It has been a wonderful evening. Um, we. I, I think we touched on a different, a lot of different subjects that are probably going to come up again um, as we round out Women's History Month. But I think that uh, the things that we talked about tonight definitely highlighted some uh, key areas for us as women, especially Black women. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, ladies, you guys have a good night, and I'll see you next time. All right. Good night. Bye. Bye.